We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's greetings. Welcome as we enter hour number two. And, and it is in this portion of the program where... Typically, I am joined by my buddy Dave Schwartz, the uh, top dog, the big cheese, the big kahuna at Freedom Action Network of South Carolina. But he is taking uh, the week off, I understand. And so in his stead is my other buddy, Seth Powell, who uh, his official title is Outreach Director for Fan of SC. But really, he is the number two guy there. He is the right-hand man of Dave Schwartz and is perfectly capable of filling his shoes. Right, Seth? Hey, Bob, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, buddy. How are you today? Uh, pretty good. Trying to beat the heat, as I think almost everyone is in the last couple of weeks. But other than that, doing good. Gotcha. Where, where, uh, what is your, uh, what's your 20? Where, what, what's your locale today, Seth? Are, are you down there in the low country, too? No, I'm actually up here um, right in downtown Greenville my house. Um, oh, nice. You know, I live up here. Dave, Dave lives down in the low country, so we kind of get that, that statewide uh, coverage. But I'm right up here in the upstate, and I'll tell you, this heat wave has been a, a monster. So yeah. um, usually when we do our, our Facebook lives on Wednesday, we'll go out to a, you know, a, a crappy road or someplace to be on site and let folks see it. And mm-hmm. I wanted to do it today, and I said, I don't know my iPhone could, could last out here for 20 minutes in the heat. So yeah, I had to they, do it from the home office. Right. They, they will actually uh, overheat. Uh, if they're uh, left uh, in the sun too long. Uh, too bad that uh, our <clears throat> good old boy representatives and uh, state senators down in Columbia uh, don't uh, get out there and get a little heat put on them. That's one of the things, of course, that we try and do. Well, that's what we, that's what we have to do. I mean, at the end of the day, if he's going to be felt by these guys, it's not going to come from the special interest groups of the lobbyists. It's got to come no. from constituents and citizens that stand up and, and put the pressure on them. And, and that's kind of sad, but, I mean, it is what it is, and, and we accept that, and uh, we welcome the opportunity to uh, turn up the heat on these guys when it's appropriate. Uh, today, uh, we are looking at, uh, once again, uh, some of the research done by our friends at The Nerve. We mention this all the time, and, and uh, when you follow Fan of SC on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you happen to follow them, uh, it is also a good idea to, uh, to put into uh, your favorites, thenerve.org, uh, because the, the research that they do, they, they really, they watch these guys in Columbia like a hawk, and they tip us off, in fact, to things that uh, we should be aware of and talking about, and, and here we go again, huh? No, absolutely. I mean, 
if you're not following the NERV or the South Carolina Policy Council, both getting you know their email newsletters and also following on social media, you're right. doing yourself a disservice because at the end of the day, you know the mainstream media does not do a good job of looking into what is actually happening in the state house. While the NERV.org and Policy Council are really the only ones who do so, and so yep. if you want to know what's happening with your money down the state house and what your elected officials are up to. You've got to follow the NERV.org and the South Carolina Policy Council. A lot of our research and a lot of the you know, kind of the intellectual uh, backup of what we do is, is based on their research. So support them, follow them, and spread the news that they give you to your friends and family because they are literally the only outlet that we have to get true research done into what's going on in the state house. So um, I know that you know last week they came out with a a brand new report. Now Bob, of course, you and your listeners remember. Uh, this, this sweetheart deal that our state legislators gave the way to the liberal billionaire owner of the NFL Panthers, right? Right. It's, yep. You know, David Tepper. million dollars right. in tax uh, breaks. It's uh, a brand new exit ramp off uh, Interstate 77. And of course, as always with these type of deals, the politicians are running around and saying it's going to cost this much money. But look at look at all the goodies we're going to get from. <laughs> we're going to get all these new jobs created. We're going to get all this new quote unquote development. And so the nerve, you know, a couple months removed from the deal going down, looked into what, what's, what's happening with the project. And come to find out, Bob, I know this is going to be a shock to both you and your listeners, but <laughs> the cost of the project has skyrocketed. Meanwhile, the, the jobs created have been less than half of what was claimed. So we're no. paying more than we thought and getting less than we thought. I know that's a shocker, but it's kind of par for the course of these guys. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is stunning. Uh, that we are spending even more of our taxpayer dollars for a guy uh, who is, after all, nothing more than a small business struggling guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the guy's a, as liberal as they come. Uh, he he probably is uh, going to be on Biden's board of advisors or something. Uh, hey, what surprised me? Yeah, and and uh, so naturally uh, he he reaches out. And uh, and strikes a deal with uh, Hugh Weatherman, who we know is as honest as a day is long. <coughs> of course. And of course, yeah, uh, governor. Exactly. And of course, uh, governor Henry McTaxter, when he's not busy issuing another unconstitutional mandate, uh, finds time to ensure that should the Panthers actually play football in Charlotte this year, he'll have a prime spot. As Bob Euchre said in Major League, right in the front row in uh, one of the prime boxes there in Charlotte to be able to see the games because of uh, his uh, wheeling and dealing with this uh, liberal billionaire. Well, what gets me, Bob, and you're absolutely right. The guy is the owner of the the Panthers now is as liberal as a day is long. I mean, we've gone and looked at um, some of the organizations he contributed money to and whether it be you know, uh, legalizing illegal immigrants or, you know, trans rights or what have you. This mm-hmm. guy is kind of around the gamut of spreading his uh, wealth around through liberal organizations. But our point is, is simply this, regardless of the guy's politics, right? If yeah. you're an out-of-state corporation and uh, and you make billions and billions of dollars a year, whether you're uh, the Panthers or you're Boeing or you're Volvo, mm-hmm. if you're so successful, why are the taxpayers of South Carolina constantly on the hook? For, for bringing you here, right? And why is it that every time that all these deals are announced and we're going to bring so many jobs to the state of South Carolina, yada, 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 it never comes to fruition, nope. right? And so what's most frustrating about it is when you, you juxtapose that 
and how our legislators win. When David Tepper and the, and the Panthers came a-knocking, you know, they've been over backwards to very quickly put together a deal, not just to give them a tax cut, which, I mean, I don't know about you, but for, for me and my family, we haven't seen a tax cut on the state level in decades. But, yeah, forget but it. But by all means, let's give David Tepper and his organization a tax cut. But I'm not sure. only that, but they shoveled over $40 million towards a brand-new exit ramp off of I-77. Now, you juxtapose that. And how quickly they got that done. And we're going to build that new exit ramp for um, the liberal billionaire owner of the Panthers. Right. And then you juxtapose that with when we try to get our roads fixed, Bob. And it's like pulling teeth to try to get the money that we're paying more at the pump to actually come back to all roads and get them fixed. And that, that's the most frustrating part about it is it's not only the economic development side of the deal, which time and time again we, we've seen is, is never a good deal for the taxpayers. But secondly – Building this guy a brand-new exit ramp. Meanwhile, we're driving over roads that have been crumbling for years, <laughs> right. roads that we were promised were going to get fixed, and we're paying more at the pump and the gas tax hike, and yet our roads are falling apart. This guy is getting a brand-new exit ramp. That's the most frustrating thing about it. And, and again, you know, uh, the lobbyists that, that push these kinds of deals, and, and Tepper knows uh, the, the guys to go to who can help him get a deal like this done. Uh, the, the people that are connected in Columbia, and they put out these numbers. Oh, there are 5,000, 7,500, 10,000 new jobs as a result of uh, Tepper's uh, brand-new training camp facility. And, and when people actually look at the number of jobs, a realistic number, not the one that's put out by Tepper's PR flax or endorsed by the Chamber of Commerce or anybody else, uh, when they actually look at real-world numbers, it's always, I don't know, one-tenth, uh, maybe 20% of the, of the job created, the jobs created that they claim are going to be there, and, and this case is typical. Yeah, I mean, 20%, you get lucky. And I mean, in this, in this case specifically, Bob, with the whole thing going on with the Chinese coronavirus, and, right. and more and more companies are letting folks work remotely. I mean, the whole claim of this deal was, these uh, employees are going to be moving from North Carolina to South Carolina, and mm-hmm. we'll start paying income taxes and sales taxes in South Carolina. I don't know if that's even going to be the case now, right? Yeah. I mean, most companies now are saying are cutting down on office space and saying, let's let as many folks as we can work remotely. So who knows what this, the, the ultimate number is going to end up at. But well, once again, I, I just I have to, to double down on the point of we saw how quickly these guys acted to right. give this liberal billionaire tax breaks and a brand-new road. And we see how hard it is to get them to even consider giving all of us tax breaks and fixing our existing roads, even though we're paying more and more at the pump. And, right. you know, you said that just a second ago, you said, you know, Tepper knows the guys that go to to yep. get this kind of stuff done. And, you know, the dirty secret, Bob, is the guys that Tepper goes to are the same people that we've got to go to, which are our elected officials. Yep. And at the end of the day, we had to lay all this at their feet, especially when it comes to shoveling out tens of millions of dollars for a new road while we're dodging potholes and, and people are dying on our roads day in and day out. I was just having dinner last night with a group over off Locust Hill Road, uh, Highway 290, mm-hmm. uh, over in Taylor. And, and we got together, and, and they're sick and tired of the condition of their road out there. It is dangerous. You have yeah, grass blame growing into the road. Yep. Wrecks happen all the time. You know, and potholes abound, you know, from uh, basically from Wade Hampton all the way up to 25 on 290. It's it's a crapshoot, you know. So they're sick and tired of it. We got together, 
they're they're ready to take action. You know, they've already texted pothole to five two eight eight six. But when mm-hmm. they look around and they see how easy it is for a liberal billionaire to get a new exit ramp, they say, "Well, damn it, I want my road fixed, and we're going to make it happen." And the only way to do it is just like Tepper did: is you go to these elected officials and you apply the pressure. Right. And so it was, it was a great dinner last night, and I know that there's folks all around, you know, Greenville County and the Upstate that also have terrible roads, just like Highway 290. And like we've said before, if you have it, the first step to do is text the word pothole to 52886 on your cell phone and send that email directly to your politicians and demand answers about when it's going to get fixed. But the second step, and it's it's a necessary second step, because they are not going to just lickety-slick get to your road the way they did to get to David Tepper's road. The second step is organizing in your neighborhood. And, guys, if if you need help with that, please reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, you know, let us know, just like in, uh, on Highway 290 or on Highway 20 in Piedmont, you know, mm-hmm. we're more than happy to, to help you guys get organized and form a group to actually put real pressure on your politicians and see your roads get fixed. Right. Well, and, and, the, and the other part of this aspect of what's going on with uh, David uh, Tepper and, and the Panthers is that there was absolutely nothing wrong with having the Panthers training camp uh, over there at Wofford. Uh, the businesses in Spartanburg generated millions of additional dollars off of that, dollars that are now gone, dollars that would be very welcome given the economic environment uh, here in South Carolina, but that those dollars are gone forever. And the reason is Tepper can make money with a new training camp facility that he owns and runs rather than uh, keeping the training camp there at Wofford and benefiting the merchants in Spartanburg. And so we lose in more ways than one. Well, Bob, your, your point's well taken, because this is the aspect that our politicians never you know, put into the equation when they're talking right. about these economic development deals, right? So we may create, we're going we're gonna to claim we're going to create 10,000 jobs over in Rock Hill. Now, we'll probably actually only create less than half of that. But what right. we're not going to talk about is the lost revenue and potentially lost jobs and, and, and businesses have to close down that rely exactly. on that revenue from the Panthers right. every year over yep. in Spartanburg. That never gets talked about, right? Nope. That they, they, they care about jobs. They care about small businesses until they don't. And, right. and then they just kind of <laughs> screw it under the rug and act like it didn't happen. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty sad. To see. And, and Tepper, I don't know if you've seen the plans for this. It, it's going to be substantially more than just a training camp facility. It's going to be Tepper World. You know, like yeah, well, like a dolly world or something. And, and, you know, Bob, you know, between friends, I proffer that this whole you know scam that McMaster's been pushing for the last couple of months about we need a light rail system from Charlotte oh, to Rock Hill. Oh, God, yeah. A part of that is because, you know what this what Tepper's really after in the long run? He wants a new stadium, just like all sure. these sports owners want a new stadium. And he's Don't they all? And he's going to taxpayers to pitch in for it. And he's right. going to want to put it right on that crime rail between Charlotte and Rock Hill. Yep. and be able to, to reap the benefits of, just, of the commerce and the real estate money that he'll make off of. I mean, I, don't get me started on how, you know, a lot of folks that, that enjoy sports in this country, they look at, it, look at it very naively. And most of the time, these sports owners, it's really a real estate business, more so sure. than a sports entertainment business. Exactly. A lot of times, and Tepper's no exception. Right. Yeah, it, it's sad to see. Seth Powell filling in for a Dave Schwartz today. Seth is the outreach director, fan of SC. Follow him on Facebook and Twitter and keep plugged in to what these guys in Columbia are up to. Yeah, I appreciate it, Bob. And once again, guys, if you have a bad road or if you want to get organized, text the word pothole to 52886. Take that first step in getting your road fixed and, and reach out to us. We'll be 
more than happy to help in any way we can. And, and thanks, Bob, for having me. You bet. Good to have you here, Seth. Thanks. And, and our best to Dave as well. 22 after four here on the Bobby Mack Show. One other note on texting pothole to 52886. Uh, the first time you do it, you'll probably get a form letter back or a form email back. Uh, text them again and tell them, hey, I'm in receipt of your form letter, and that doesn't give me the answer. I'm. The point I'm making is you may have to text pothole to 52886 uh, every every day of the week uh, for a month to be able to actually, but it's worth it because if you bug them enough, <laughs> then they actually react. Be right back here on the Bobby Mack Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Got a bit of a shortened segment here because I went a little long uh, talking with Seth, but that's good stuff. This from the uh, sports pages today, Lions, NFL's Detroit Lions, Lions remove Matthew Stafford, he's their quarterback, from reserve COVID-19 list after false positive test. Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford has been removed from the reserve COVID-19 list. The team has announced the Lions said Stafford returned a false positive test following two negative tests last week. While insisting the 2014 Pro Bowler never had contracted COVID-19. Today we remove Matthew Stanford from the COVID IR list and onto the active roster. The Lions said, as a result of a a false positive test result, he was forced due to NFL, NFLPA protocols to sit out until he received two negative tests. His testing sequence for the pre-entry period was negative, negative, false positive. The next three tests were all negative. So wait a minute, you get false positives with COVID-19 testing? Here we are, what? six months down the road on this stuff and now we hear that you can have a false positive test well okay then how many of the tests that have been done 
have been false positives. Ever see that number? Me neither. 4.30 here on the Bobby Mac Show. News is next, and I'm right back on the other side. Hump Day Edition rolls on here on WORD. Use a cobra snake for a necktie. Come on, tell me now, baby. Who do you love? 438, 22 before 5 here on the uh, Bobby Mack Show. Let me uh, catch up with the text line 71307. Yo, dude, Matthew Stafford also tested positive for the skills of a quarterback. Signed UGA grad. You know, it's funny. I, I kind of had some questions in, in my mind about Matthew Stafford. And then it might have been his rookie year. I think it was his rookie year. Uh, the Lions were behind in a game late. I mean, like under a minute or something. Of course, the Lions are usually behind. Because, <laughs> you know, they've, they've, they've pretty much, they've had a year or two where they're okay. But for the most part, the Lions have been stinkers. Anyway, uh, they're down inside the 10. And Stafford takes a really nasty... Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. hit and I, I think gets his shoulder dislocated and uh, comes out of the game for like one play and then comes back in and throws a touchdown pass that wins the game with a dislocated shoulder and I'm saying <laughs> okay pretty studly uh, Bobby false positive result huh the drive-bys don't even note how many positives develop symptoms yeah, they don't even show how many are asymptomatic. Uh, Bobby, did you read his wife's Instagram? She called out the NFL. Well, somebody should, in addition to Jason Whitlock. Uh, Bobby Mack, thanks for remembering the people in Spartanburg who lost big money due to Pooper Tepper buying the Panthers. A lot of us will be going out of business because of multiple stupid decisions by our crooked Columbia politicians. From Sparky in Spartanburg. Thanks, Sparky. Yeah, somebody should should call him out on it. Uh, Bobby, now that uh, Carowinds is closed, I want to advertise my new ride for $5. People can sit in the back of my truck as I drive the speed limit down South Buncombe Road. I'm calling my new ride the Tooth Cracker. 
or the filling loser, one or the other. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and it's sad. I mean, you know, this was the biggest single, the, the gas tax, biggest single tax increase in the history of South Carolina, which, unless I'm mistaken, goes back some ways. Hey, Bobby, how many of these jobs are going to be going to people who live in North Carolina? South Carolina loses again. Hey, Bobby, I heard St. Louis is building a new stadium that they'd love to have the Panthers play in. Watch, they won't be here long. Wait and see from Ronald in uh, Rock Hill. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate it. Bobby, the Trump campaign needs to pressure the Biden campaign into a debate if the Dems claim fear of the Chinese flu, then okay, fine, don't have a live audience. If the Biden campaign still refuses, well then point out they are merely trying to cover up for Biden's senility. Uh, Bobby, to repeat my previous text, it apparently didn't come through in, it, in its entirety. Will Sleepy Joe carry a wig to the podium with him to sniff when he does his acceptance speech for the presidential nomination. Well, he's going to be doing it from the basement. Yeah, he's doing it from Delaware, where a Jill can hold up the cue cards for him and hope he can read them. Uh, hi, Bobby Mack. It'll be really interesting to see if the tabloid mainstream media comments on Biden's response to the black reporter who actually had the nerve to ask him a real question to respond to Trump. I'm betting no. I love your show. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'm, I'm betting no. I'm with you. I'm betting no also. They won't even mention it. Yeah. Are you a junkie? <laughs> Says Biden to the reporter. Uh, Bob, uh, speaking of being tested for cocaine, how about Biden's son Hunter? Got him bounced out of the Navy when he tested positive for cocaine use from Al in Simpsonville. Good point. And I believe I am about uh, caught up. Uh, Bobby, when you test positive for COVID, do you have active virus or antibodies for it? That's an interesting question. They've never been specific about that. Now, meantime, uh, on the verge of a six-week shutdown, Australian small businesses beg we can't survive another lockdown. The reality on the ground in Australia is that many small businesses were struggling even before the coronavirus lockdown began. Now, with the country on the verge of what Financial Review is calling Lockdown 2.0, it could be the last straw for many businesses. Sri. Uh, Sriju, who owns a gift shop in uh, Richmond, said it was already hard, and this has made it five times harder. It's really uncertain. He represents a microcosm of businesses in Australia who are begging for some sanity after the country has announced the not, that non-essential retailers will once again have to close starting at midnight tonight. Well, already happened there across the international dateline. It's been a roller coaster. In March, it was really eerie and quiet. Then there was the boost 
from the stimulus package. Luckily for us, people have been finding us online. His business did fairly well in July, he said, after pivoting and adopting to the post-virus world, just in time for the government to shut him back down again. So I, I looked it up to see where Australia ranks in the nations of the world in Chinese flu reported cases. 72nd is where they are. The fatality rate in Australia, according to the official numbers, WHO, CDC, and all the rest of the alphabet groups, the fatality rate in Australia, 1.7%. Now, in, in 2017, I looked it up, Australia had 2,900, just, let's just say they had 3,000 deaths from the flu, the regular strains of flu, in 2017, all right? How many deaths do you think they've had this time in Australia from the Wuhan flu? 247. 247. And they're shutting everything down again for six weeks. So you tell me this is all about the Wuhan flu. 14 before 5 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here and then I'll be right back. Welcome back. 4.51 now. It's 9 before 5 o'clock here on the uh, Bobby Mack Show. In on my text line, uh, Bobby Mack, please discuss the scenario of the election uh, not being completed by Inauguration Day. Therefore, Nancy Pelosi would become president. This scares the you-know-what out of me from Tom. There's a lot of that going around. Nancy Pelosi uh, would not become president. If you, if you go and look uh, at uh, the, the law, and, and what it says, if there's no majority candidate, does the incumbent or newly elected Congress choose the president and vice president? The newly elected Congress does all of the work in electing a new president. Under the 20th Amendment, the newly elected Congress takes office January 3rd. Then, three days later, on January 6th, USC 15, that's USC, U.S. code, USC 15, counting electoral votes in Congress, requires the new Congress to meet in joint session to count 
the electoral votes. If this session does not produce a president or vice president, there is what is called a contingent election. In a contingent election, the House begins immediately to choose a president from among the top three electoral college vote-getters, while the Senate chooses a vice president from among the top two electoral college vote-getters. Both houses use majority rule. The House votes by state, so a majority is 26, while the senators vote individually, so a majority is 51. If the House does not pick a president by Inauguration Day, January 20th, the vice president serves until a president is picked. If neither a president nor a vice president has been picked by January 20th, the Presidential Succession Act applies, and the Speaker of the House, President Pro Tempore, or a Cabinet Officer serves as acting president. It wasn't always done this way. The 20th Amendment was passed in 1933 to take control over elections away from the lame duck Congress. Before the 20th uh, was adopted, the terms for president, VP, and Congress all ended on Inauguration Day, which in those days was the 4th of March. That meant the lame duck Congress had to deal with electoral matters by giving Congress, the president, vice president, different expiration dates, the amendment meant new Congress could deal with the election, setting the election counting date after the new Congress was seated on January 6th, meaning only the new Congress could perform those functions. So highly unlikely that it would work its way down uh, through the Presidential Succession Act, where Pelosi... Uh, would become a an acting president. Possible, but highly unlikely. So, there you go. Uh, let's see what else is on the uh, text line that I need to uh, quickly uh, catch up with here. Uh, Bobby, I texted you when this stuff began that as the C-19 numbers were rising, the flu numbers would miraculously drop. Can you tell me how that went? I believe the bottom dropped out. Am I a psychic or what? You're a virtual uh, Nostradamus. <laughs> uh, hey, Bobby, what about the end of the uh, interview clip uh, where Biden was talking to the CBS News correspondent? Uh, where Biden can't even say physically and mentally fit? Yeah, doesn't uh, surprise me in the least. Uh, Bobby, please stir the powers that be to push for a recall amendment. To our state constitution, we desperately need it. Make every politician pledge to support it. Yeah, if we had uh, recall here in South Carolina, which as a texter points out, we don't, um, Lindsay's career might have uh, come to an end prematurely. Uh, could someone please explain to me how in the hell you're supposed to eat and drink in a restaurant with a mask on? Are you supposed to lift it up to put the food in your mouth? Uh, is there any protocol for something like that? Yeah, there is, actually. Naturally, uh, they haven't talked about it, but it is uh, pretty simplistic and also kind of defeats the purpose. You must be wearing a mask when you go into a restaurant. You're waiting in line because the restaurants only have 50% 
seating capacity, what they normally would have. You wear the mask while you're in line, you're waiting for your table or your booth or whatever. Then they seat you. Then you can take your mask off. Sitting down, mask off. Get up to uh, go to the head. As we used to say, go to the bathroom. Uh, mask back on. <laughs> this remind anybody of mask on, mask off, mask on, mask off. Uh, see you back with the five o'clock follies next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.